Hey, this is James McCoy from the JM Sports and Wrestling Podcast, where you will hear the latest in wrestling and sports. Nothing here is off limits, so let's get started. All right, so we've had a lot of sports stuff, you know, happen over the last several days, especially with the NFL free agency, for, for one. And it's been a very active free agency, you know, to say the least. A lot of trades, a lot of signings. None more notable than Kirk Cousins signing or signing with my team's rival. Now my team's the Green Bay Packers, um, but he signed with the Vikings. Three years, eighty-four million dollars, fully guaranteed. That that means that as far as the amount of money that he signed for, that's the most ever that has ever been fully you know fully guaranteed. So Kirk Cousins now will have a lot to live up to. He will have a lot to live up to. Case Keenum took this team to one game away from going to the Super Bowl when they got shellacked by the Eagles in the NFC Championship. So Kirk Cousins has to get them to the NFC Championship and win. That's the only way they get better. Can he do it? He's going to have weapons around him, that's for sure. Stefan Diggs, he's going to have Dalvin Cook back. You know, Latavius Murray in the backfield. And, and then that defense. Kirk Cousins is going to have a lot of pressure on his shoulders next year. Kirk Cousins, right place, right time. He made over $45 million on the franchise tag the last two years. And then he gets $84 million guaranteed. This guy's a good quarterback. He's never won a playoff game. You guys realize that the top four quarterbacks as far as based on money have never won a playoff game you have Kirk Cousins Jimmy Garoppolo Matt Stafford and Derek Carr none of them have won a playoff game yet so Kirk Cousins good luck to you you'll be playing my Packers you know twice a year now for at least the next three years and it'll be a pleasure you know making sure you you lose to the bad man himself Aaron Rodgers and company. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers and the pack. So the Packers made a good signing. They signed Jimmy Graham. Three-year contract. So Jimmy Graham, probably one of the best tight ends when healthy in the NFL. Probably one of the best end zone tight ends. You know, red zone tight ends. Over 65 touchdowns, I believe. He had a solid season last year. Solid bounce back season with Seattle. Had 10 TDs. So Rodgers getting a dynamic tight end than Jimmy Graham will be huge for the offense but unfortunately it came with a cost they cut 10 year vet Super Bowl champion wide receiver Jordy Nelson and I gotta say as a big Packers fan as I am I am very disappointed in the fact they had to give up Jordy the only reason Jordy Nelson had a down year last year was because Rodgers was injured and he only came back for one game Brett Hundley, the backup quarterback, could not get the ball to Jordy. Jordy isn't done. He's a Raider. Derek Carr is going to help him. Or Nelson's going to help Derek Carr immensely. The fact that the Packers did him a disservice by at least not going to him and saying, listen, we want to keep you. Would you be interested in taking a pay cut? And I get it. People are going to say, you know what? Jordy needs to get his Why he can get his. Completely agree. But don't you think that he's been, number one, the model citizen, right? 
Number two, you never dealt with any off-the-field issues with him. A great pro, a great locker room guy. Don't you think that he deserves a little bit of respect? I mean, again, and then what it does to Rodgers. I mean, that's Rodgers' go-to receiver. I mean, look, we have enough depth at the wide receiver position, you know, to fill it, you know, to, you know, kind of absorb that. But I mean, no matter who you put there, whether it's Randall Cobb, you know, or somebody else, Jeff Janis or somebody, you're not going to replace what a healthy, productive Jordy Nelson gives you. Gives you a deep ball threat. He knows how to move the chains. He's a great route runner. Everything that he was in Green Bay, he'll be for the Raiders. Um, the Raiders, like I said, they have a great locker room guy. And if he's healthy, he's going to help Derek Carr immensely. And I think he's actually a little bit of an upgrade over Michael Crabtree, who they cut so they could bring in Jordy. Very disappointed in this move. But you know what? Life goes on. Packers go on. I mean, at least they're doing something in free agency. Um, at least they're going out there making moves trying to help Rodgers but I don't think losing Jordy Nelson helped him I think it's going to hurt the Packers and I think they're going to miss him immensely this year you know when you know when we start up the new season but you know Jimmy Graham he's a big pickup hopefully Jimmy Graham can be the Jimmy Graham that he was in New Orleans and if he is look out and I think Green Bay could easily be back in the mix you know the 49ers man let me tell you about the 49ers Poor Jimmy G got there. They were one and ten. What they finish the season? Was it six and ten? Five? Yeah, six and ten, right? So you what? Five and zero oh is a niner. Forty niners. The forty niners are back. I think both Bay teams are back. The Raiders will be back again this year. Granted, it's their last year in Oakland, but San Francisco's back too. They have put some weapons around Jimmy Garoppolo. Defense is getting better, and I think. The Niners will be in the playoffs this year. I think they are back to being a playoff contender under Kyle Shanahan's second year. Got to give it up to John Lynch, the GM. Rookie GM last year. It was a tough season until they made the bold trade for Jimmy. And then things turned around. Yeah, you paid Jimmy. He's going to be there for for several years. Uh, You know, you got some running backs behind him. You got some good wide receivers behind him. You got Richard Sherman. That's a big pickup. If Richard Sherman can be 80% of what he was before he went down with the Achilles injury, that defense is going to be even better with Richard Sherman, you know, covering your team's best wide receiver. But, you know, we'll see with Sherman. So I think the Niners have made some big strides. Um, I think the Niners are back, like I said. I think they'll be a playoff team. Oakland should be a playoff team under Gruden. Um... Khalil Mack on the defensive side. You got Amari Cooper with Jordy Nelson, you know, on the outside, you know, know, wide receivers. I mean, you signed Doug Martin. It's a one-year contract for Doug Martin. That offensive line can open up some holes. Doug Martin could be a difference maker too. Great moves by two great teams that make, it makes the NFL, you know, it makes the NFL better when, when these teams are competitive. And these teams deserve all the hard work they're putting in. It'll definitely be an interesting football season next year. I mean, we still got a lot of free agency left. You got Indomitian Sue out there. 
you know, he's probably the big defense, you know, big name defensive tackle who's out there. I have a gut feeling he goes to Seattle. Um, and Dominic and Sue said it's all about the money for him where he goes next. It's not all about, I guess it's not all about Super Bowls for him. It's all about the highest bidder is what he said. Um, that's unfortunate. That all he cares about is the money. Because if I were him, I'd be wanting to win a Super Bowl. Sure, I, I, I want to get as much money as I can, but geez, I want to be a guy who goes down in, in history as winning a Super Bowl. And Indomitian and Sue apparently doesn't seem to care about that. The Patriots are definitely interested. If he were interested in Super Bowls, he would go to freaking New England because they got the inside track there in the AFC East. I mean, yeah, they've had some, you know, they've had quite a few losses so far in free agency. Malcolm Butler signing a five-year, $62 million deal in Tennessee. Deion Lewis signed in Tennessee. Uh, Danny Amendola is going to Miami on a two- to three-year contract, I believe. So the Patriots have lost some some key guys from their back-to-back Super Bowl appearance, appearances, you know, for those teams. Um, I mean, we'll see. I mean, the Honey Badger out there, you know, he wants, apparently he wants to go to Pittsburgh, but I hope Green Bay can try to make a run at him and help improve this defense even more. You know, get a ball-hawking safety who can you know, who can get up there, you know, make some tackles. And when healthy is, is a great player, great player. Packers need to go after Tyrone, you know, you know, Tyrone Matthew. The honey badger out of LSU. We'll definitely see what happens with that. All right, guys. So we're less than about 15 hours away from John Bravo's release of the 25-minute video that he says implicates Roman Reigns. Now, I just read something that may be, that could be a a precursor. John Bravo believes Roman Reigns was suspended in 2016 due to the the orders he placed to Richard Rodriguez. In this article, he did not indicate that Roman made any new purchases. So this tells me one of two things. Number one, this tells me that Roman Reigns will not be resuspended and that Roman Reigns, you know, he's not clearly innocent, but he hasn't made any new purchases, which tells me, you know what? You know, he got suspended by WWE for 30 days. He did his crime and he did his time as suspension and that's it. Or this is strategic and that he doesn't want to reveal everything that he knows about Roman Reigns. I'm, I'm leaning towards that. I'm leaning towards that he has more on Roman Reigns than what he was ready to reveal. That he, maybe he just wanted to reveal it in, you know, in the video. My partner and I, Lane, have been very critical of WWE's handling of this. If Roman Reigns did it, like I said earlier, as long as he wasn't selling, if the only purchases he made were in 2016 were before his suspension, then you can't suspend him again. You just can't. He did his time if that was why he got suspended. That's number one. Number two, if now you see that he has been distributing 
That's a whole that's a whole completely different ball game. Roman Reigns could face jail time if that is the case. I'm not saying it's the case. So don't quote me. Whoever listens to this, please don't quote me. I'm not saying Roman Reigns distributed. But from what I just read, John Bravo stated that the orders Roman Reigns placed were two months before his suspension in 2016. And that he believes that's why Roman was suspended in the first place. If that's true, and there's nothing new on Roman, that Roman didn't place any more orders or anything like that, then you can't suspend him again. You just can't. And that Roman would be free and clear. (coughs) Do I think that there's more orders out there? Yeah, I think so. I think the fact that the guy has been clearly adamant that he has stuff on Roman Reigns. Now listen, could it be clearly that he had this, that what he meant was he had the orders from 2016? Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I think Roman, uh, it's going to be an interesting, you know, 16 hours. I mean, we're going to know tomorrow um, what happened and potentially who the other wrestlers are, past or present. Um, Again, I've always stated if Roman's in the clear and he didn't do anything wrong, I would come on my podcast and I would formally apologize. But I'm going to take, I'm going to continue with the stance that I've taken and I'm not changing from it. Until I see differently, I believe Roman Reigns has done something. I believe he's continued to do something. Um, He hasn't failed another drug test, which speaks volumes to me. But it doesn't mean that just because he hasn't failed another drug test that he hasn't done things to try to cover it. We'll know in less than 24 hours. And then I will address, I will definitely address that when that happens. Um... Again, this could shake WrestleMania to its core. If Roman has done something that that means he gets suspended again, that messes up the WrestleMania main event. And we're four weeks away. We are four weeks. I hope for I hope for Roman's sake that it was only in 2016, because I don't want this guy to lose his career. I may not be a big fan, but I don't want a guy to lose his career. If he didn't do anything wrong. WrestleMania is taking shape, guys. And girls. So, Monday they announced that they were going to do a battle royal. It was called the Fabulous Moolah Women's Battle Royal. And then the backlash kicked in. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I did not understand where all this backlash was coming from. There was a lot of things about the Fabulous Moolah that I didn't know. I didn't know that the fabulous Moolah had people who called her a pimp. That she was pimping out women. And she was skimming money off, you know, wrestlers who came to a wrestling school. And that she didn't care if you were hurt, badly hurt or anything like that. But I got to admit, guys, I was shocked by the backlash. And once I did some research, I can at least say that I understand There's been a lot of people who have said this is how she was at her school. I mean, apparently it was enough that WWE changed the name 
WWE caved in and changed the name. An organization called Change.org had over 10,000 signatures. 10,000. So you know what that tells me right there? That tells me that maybe the fabulous Mula wasn't so fabulous after all. That's what that tells me. All right, guys, I'm going to take a quick break. And then when I come back, I'm going to talk about March Madness, man. What a day already with March Madness. I'm watching it right now on my TV as I'm doing this podcast so I can give you guys some scores and updates. So when I come back, we'll talk about March Madness. March Madness. 